Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, say Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Happy Monday to you. Happy first day of the Republican National Convention. We will not be stopped. We will not be stopped. That's right. We have delegates who have met in North Carolina and Charlotte in spite of, oh, what a mess COVID has left. It's such a trail of just ridiculousness, right? We decided not to host our convention other than, you know, a very bare bones uh, skeletal crew, uh, delegates by proxy representing all of the other delegates who are not able to attend because of COVID, mainly because of the accusation that would have come with it and likely violence and destruction, right? It just would have been a mess because the Democrats have managed to, you know, hijack and hoist this plague, as the president called it today, uh, at the RNC, surprise visit, he shows up, decides he's going to take the microphone. People are so thrilled to hear from him. And, and he reminds us of the choices that we have. Let's check this out. Listen to this. Our country can go in a horrible, horrible direction or in an even greater direction. And before the plague came in from China, that's where we were going. We were going in a direction like we had never seen. The most successful economy in the history of our country. The best unemployment numbers in history for African-American, Asian-American, Hispanic-American, women, college students, bad students, good students, everybody. If you had a diploma, if you didn't have a diploma, it didn't matter. You were doing well. Everybody was doing well. And we were actually coming together. You know, success brings people together. Maybe better than anything else. Success brings people. So many times they say, we're divided. Well, we were very divided under President Obama. Very divided. People have no idea how divided. They didn't talk about it as much. They didn't say it as much. But we were really coming together. And I was speaking. So there's the president. Surprise visit at the RNC that was kicked off today in Charlotte. 350 delegates, six from Georgia, by the way, my home state, 
They're all in Charlotte for various meetings. We're all here stateside with bated breath and parties planned throughout the week and culminating in the president's acceptance of his nomination on Thursday evening. You can catch this in a number of mediums that are that are streaming online as well as I watched most of it today on OAN, I, my new favorite news network. I have no idea what Fox is doing I know CNN wasn't playing anything earlier from what I understood, but uh, very exciting, very excited. Like people were so thrilled to be there. What a, what an honor to represent, you know, all of those by proxy who could not be there because of what the president referred to as the plague, the China virus. I love it. Every time you hear him talk about the virus, he calls it exactly what it is and where from whence it came, right? China. Very important to remember that. But uh, Texas was certainly excited to be in the House today. My name is Dan Patrick. I'm proud to be chair of the Trump campaign in Texas and to be the lieutenant governor of our great state. And on behalf of our entire delegation, we cast all 155 votes for my friend. And the only hope that every American in this country has for true liberty and true freedom and true opportunity, Donald J. Trump for President of the United States of America. God bless you, Mr. President, and God bless Texas and this great country. Thank you. Amen, honey. And that's how it went, right down through every state. That's how it went. Was it, They gave every reason that they would support the president. Unanimously, they were there to support Donald John Trump for another four years. So your Republican Party's hard at work. You know, there's a lot that goes into becoming a delegate, I got to tell you. And most of us don't realize exactly how much goes into it. Some people, you know, it's a matter of donations and blah, blah. And sure, uh, some people can, you know, pay to play. Absolutely. And depending upon your position and all of that. But even that, I mean, you've used your resources to invest in the grand old party, the Republican Party, right? And so, but many people, you know, have waited years to attend this. It was such a disappointment. It was just one more thing that the left has robbed from the nation, really, the inability to celebrate. This is supposed to be a celebratory event for the Democrats as well. This is supposed to be a time when both parties rally. I mean, it's it's pomp and circumstance, y'all. It's theater. It is politics on crack. It is politics times a million. I mean, it is a time when people who have gotten up on the Saturday mornings that no one else wanted to get up and go hang out these crazy sounds in my computer. Forgive me. Uh, on Saturday mornings when, you know, the rest of us were in bed. I mean, I go and cover some of these local GOP meetings because I'm interested to see what the, I want to put my finger on the pulse of the voter and of grassroots and of people who are showing up to do things and, and people who understand rules and how to navigate through the rules and how to position through the rules and how to navigate through the party. Those things are of great interest to me. It is time consuming to foster relationships within the party. It is, it requires energy it require, and I'm going to tell you something. Without it, what do you have? You have a popular vote. 
your electoral college is extremely important, which is precisely why the Democrats want to do away with it. But it was designed so that the other four-letter word of the day, fairness, all things fair, right? People who invest. Do y'all realize that there was a time? The president kind of touched on this today when he was talking about voter fraud and uh, avoiding voter fraud this go-around, how impossible it will probably be. Um, But he talked about how sad it is that there are some people who are just, hey, here's a ballot, right? You're just, just, here's your ballot. They did nothing for it. They're sitting at home. Half of them can't even read. They're sitting in front of the television. They don't care. They could not possibly care less about casting a vote in this country for anything. They they receive. They are consumers. They're like moths that eat at the fabric of our nation. And, and liberals are all for continuing to feed the moths. Keep the fire stoked to draw the moths in. Right? That's what they do. And that's not to say that the poor that the poor are like moths, but the poor in spirit are a drain on this country. And the poor in spirit have zero, less than zero desire to vote. I don't care how many $20 bills you float, how many pizzas and cakes and hot dogs, and sure, they'll show up for one vote, but psh, you have a runoff. Good luck with that. You have a special election? Mm, not happening. <laughs> so Stacey Abrams found that out the hard way here in the state of Georgia. But they'll turn out for, you know, the first lottery ticket, the first free bus ride. We have fur buses here in Georgia. I make fun of it. I'm like, you know, just ride around and go pick up the voters on fur buses. The Democrats will stoop to absolutely every possible lowest level you could think of to rally the vote, to rock that vote, Right. As illegal as some of those practices are, that's exactly what happens. And the president made a very good point today. Some people just don't even give a rat's behind about the fact that they have a choice. And now the Democrats have made it so that they don't have to exercise a choice. It just comes to your house. Here, want a ballot? You got one. Awesome. Vote for me. Send it in. Not you? Your dead grandmama? No problem. Your neighbor? No problem. The person who used to live here? Perfect. And that's really sad when you think about it. Choices. Do you know that there was a time in the country when unless you were a landowner, you didn't get to vote, right? And I, and I honestly think that's, that's actually not a bad thing. You know why? Because you have skin in the game. Now, it can be a bad thing if you're left out of the process of being able to become a landowner. And clearly we've remedied that. Although the Democrats would like to undo that which is why they have no problem coming to destroy your property or business owners because they do not see property as an extension of the person. They see it as a privilege, as an entitlement for them to make a statement. I have it on good authority that the business owners in Baltimore are being called upon to pay their taxes, even upon the destruction of said businesses. Get you some of that. What are the chances of of those business owners who have no business, literally in ashes and in a pile of rubble, what are the chances of those guys paying their taxes? Tell you what I'd tell them to do with those taxes. You let it burn, you rebuild it. 
it won't happen. We know that. Cities and states that have sat back and said, eh, what the hell? Antifa, Black Lives Matter, no problem. Come on in and pillage and destroy, burn it to the ground. We'll just have the feds. We'll have the American people and generations to come indebted to pay for our animalistic rue. No, not happening. I totally disagree with that. So I commend the president on his decision to not pay for that. So there's a great lineup, great lineup, lots of speakers. One notable speaker from Georgia is catching a lot of attention. His name is Representative Vernon Jones. He is a personal friend of mine. He's someone that I worked for early on in my career in politics. He is a Democrat. He's a registered Democrat, House Representative. He's been a CEO of DeKalb County. He certainly has not been without uh, his own, hmm, shall we say, clouds of suspect that have hung over his various administrations. Um, it's amazing the amount of flack that he's that he's uh, caught and endured by virtue of becoming a Trump supporter. I mean, I, I think he sees the writing on the wall, although some people consider him an opportunist, politically speaking. You know, they see the fact that here's someone who's a Democrat, although anyone who knows Representative Jones knows that he's very good at uh, at really something that most politicians used to be very good at doing. And that is negotiating and compromising across the aisle. Now people see you as some kind of a sellout turncoat. In his case, Uncle Tom, he's a black gentleman, um, and other names that I will forego. But um, it's been interesting. So he's speaking, and, and there, you know, there's a little bit of contention around that. People don't like it when other people kind of, you know, they, they see someone as, as rising to the top quickly and, and, and it's a cause for jealousy, you know, the kind of crabs in the bucket syndrome begins to kick in. And, uh, and I'm like, no, y'all like we're, we're, we're really supposed to be on the same team. And that's not to say that, that Vernon Jones is or isn't on the same team in his heart, but anyone who can endure the level of opposition that he has, uh, being accused of taking money from the Trump campaign, taking money from the RNC. Um, you know, this is something that he decided, to, if it's one thing I know about Vernon Jones, um, it's that he, whatever he sets his mind to, he's going to do. It does not have to involve money. He uh, contends that he has not been paid. So I have no idea whether or not that's true, but that's what I've heard him say. Um, so, yeah, and I mean, most Democrats, you know, I mean, God almighty, you couldn't offer them the moon and the stars for them to support President Trump. Would not happen. So, you know, he's a, he's in a little bit of an interesting position now. But he's speaking, Senator Tom Cotton, uh, young lady Kim, uh, gosh, now her last name escapes me. I always think of Kasich, classic, Klatchik. Uh, she's out of Baltimore as well. Uh, beautiful, young, black female who is, um, you know, you see her in this in this high-profile video where she's walking through the streets looking like a, you know, a haughty businesswoman and, and she's a woman about her business and she's all dressed to the nines and she's walking through, you know, basically, uh, what, whose district is that? Uh, Elijah Cummings. She's seeking to replace him. Boy, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> I would actually pay to see him do backflips in his grave on that one. God rest your soul, Representative uh, Cummings. But you know, no love loss here for me as far as I'm concerned. That man 
uh, led the charge with the impeachment, hatred, vitriolic. I mean, just between him and John Lewis, sorry, you guys, I, I just, there's just no love loss there. It's my own personal opinion. Um, did they, were there certain things that they accomplished during civil rights era? Of course, no one could ever or should ever take that away from them. But, um, you know how you finish matters. I say that a lot on my show, how you finish matters. So speaking of finishing, guess who's leaving the white house? Mm -hmm. That pit bull, Kellyanne Conway, the blonde who she's basically like, what was his name? And the Godfather one, two and three and 26, uh, Tom, right? The, the conciliary. That's her. She's the counselor. <laughs> she's a badass. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the woman is a woman after my own heart. She is smart. She's brilliant. Very well spoken. Spoken. She's a strategist. She takes zero prisoners. Um, she has been a friend of the president a confidant. She has survived the first administration, but her family nearly has not. She and her husband have been at odds since the beginning. He is definitely not a Trump supporter. He is part of what's called the Lincoln Project. He, too, is stepping down from that. The two of them have four children combined. She's 54. Looks great for her age. I say for her age, she's just above me. Um... But one of her daughters has essentially, you know, she's filed for emancipation. I mean, according to my own 24-year-old, she's just not well. There are people who believe she might be bipolar. I have no idea what the child's diagnosis is, but um, she's young and she's got some issues, according to my daughter and her friends who follow her on apps like TikTok and uh, who is now suing the president, by the way. But what else is new? So, um. Family not doing well. Choices. Choices. President started off the show today with choices. We have choices to make. People chose to show up every Saturday morning, pay their dues, donate to the cause, give time, treasure, and talent to the RNC. Um, Should have been allowed to go and celebrate and ring in the, you know, ring in the new Uh, four years, the next four years in person by casting their vote as a delegate for Donald J. Trump as the nominee for the Republican Party for 2020. And they were robbed of that, in my humble opinion. But over 300 of them are there to represent, and they've all made choices. We all make choices. Kellyanne Conway making a commendable choice, along with her husband, commendable choice to attempt to put the family first. Some of you are in the process of making choices. We have choices to make every day. Am I going to go work out? Am I actually getting out of bed right now? You know, am I going to brush my teeth? Um, am I going to floss this time? Uh, do I want to, you know, who do I want to call first? Which bills am I going to pay today? Um, do I want to take that job? Do I want to continue dating this person? Do I want to marry this person? Do I really want to divorce this person? Uh, Are we going to send our kids back to school? Are we going to homeschool? Are we going to continue to pay full tuition for our children in college to learn uh, distance via computer and still pay the same tuition? Choices. Are we going to vote for a senile man 
who has been a part of administration and a part of a party that has done more to destroy the fabric of this country than anyone, than than any party he's been affiliated with, worked alongside of fashion legislation thereof that has absolutely marginalized the very people he says he's here to represent. That would be black America, by the way. So people have choices. People are going to show up at the polls. Who are they going to vote for? Are they going to turn in an absentee ballot that might not be theirs? Choices, right? Your wife asks you, where were you? You have a choice. You're going to tell her the truth? Choices. We have so many choices. What do we do with these little rat bastard kids who are still burning down Portland and other areas of the country? Choices. So how do you go about making your choice? Choices, your daily choices, your minute, your moment to moment choices. For me, I have to be really honest with you guys. COVID-19, the one positive thing that's come out of COVID-19 for me was a recalibration of my priorities and how I go about making choices. My family now comes first. My survival and my family's survival comes first. Our provision, you know, things that I just took for granted like most Americans uh, prior to COVID-19, prior to, you know, a toilet paper shortage of all things. That then turned into, at least in Atlanta, a paper towel shortage. So chicken, meat, fish, shortage. Uh, milk, dairy, so, I mean, supply, you know, the supply chain was disrupted on several fronts. Uh, for God's sakes, I had to order a new printer on Amazon because there's not a single store in the city of Atlanta that now carries printers apparently in stock. And if you're going to order something online, then you're going to wait for it for a couple of weeks. Why? Because most people have either chosen uh, to work from home or they don't have a choice. And that's where they're working. So this has absolutely disrupted our lives. So it has altered how I make choices. Now, you can choose to tune in for the rest of the week. Uh, until Thursday, actually, we'll, we'll, we'll get to watch uh, the president. Super pumped on Thursday to be like, heck yeah, I'm going to represent you guys for the next four years in this country and try to drag us out of this hell that we've been placed in. Tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit more about um, his decision for uh, for his protocol, which I honestly thought he was going to make hydroxychloroquine and over-the-counter medication, but that was not the case. Now we're looking at plasma Right, people who have overcome speaking of COVID, COVID nineteen, who have antibodies, making that plasma uh, readily available. You gotta love Fox News. No sooner does the president step down from the podium than do they have an expert because you know everybody's an expert. It's an analysis of what he said. And I'm like, well, why do I need you to analyze what he said? I literally just heard what he said, and because I have a brain that functions, I understood what he said but we got to have a doctor on. Well, lo and behold, the first doctor who comes on is like an Iranian doctor and she's from New York and she's like, heck yeah, this stuff's amazing. Are you kidding? We've used it to save so many lives and 
you know, I did lose one patient, but he was already so far gone. Uh, you know, but this stuff is it rocks. Absolutely. We should be using this. I mean, she was on fire about it. Right. And I'm like, okay, love it. And you know, she's from New York. I have no idea whether or not she's in support of Donald Trump, but one thing she is in support of is being able to use the plasma protocol. Okay. Next doctor comes on. And this is the naysayer. And I was like, uh-huh, give it time. Give it, just just listen. L- tune in. I was telling my boyfriend, I'm like, okay, just listen. Just He's wearing a lab. Just listen. Give him about a minute and 30 seconds. He's going to mention vaccines. That's exactly what he did. And so he totally discredited, well, we should not put our hope in that, you know, that the, the, the trials haven't been performed ad nauseum. And of course, the previous doctors like trials to hell with trials. Like I just literally saved 40 people with this stuff. There's my trial, right? This dude's like in a lab coat, looking under a microscope, probably has some kind of a tie, who knows, to some financial, you know, uh, aspect of a vaccine. And of course he's pushing vaccines, you know, no, 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 no. He kind of reminds me of Dr. Fauci with regard to hydroxychloroquine, right? A couple months back when everyone else was saying, no dude, like zinc, this is it. Hydroxychloroquine. Here's your, here, here's your concoction that we give people and it works. He's like, yeah, I, 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 you know, sunlight. Yeah, I don't think so. The president's not a doctor. I don't think so. You know, and then I said, we just can't count on that. Okay, whatever. So, lo and behold, uh, what is it that we can count on? How many thousands of people have actually taken it and recovered? Quite nicely, actually. Hmm? So, this doctor gets on there. The only thing he's pumping out are vaccines. So, it's just not safe. We we don't know. You know, it could. It might not. We shouldn't put our hope in it. And I'm literally in the kitchen making dinner thinking, why the hell does Fox News do this? Why do you bring on? I understand the opposing views and all that. But no wonder America's confused. No wonder people are hateful as hell at the store. And they want to bite your face off if you're not wearing a mask. And they want to have you arrested. And they want to club you over the head and video it while they're doing it. No wonder. Because the information, you know, train is off the rails. Off the tracks. Information train gone over the cliff. So, choices. You going to take a vaccine? Would you take this protocol? Would you take plasma? Would you donate your plasma if you know for sure you've already overcome COVID-19? On top of that, what does it even mean? What does it even mean? So if you have the antibodies, no one knows whether or not you can get it again. It's kind of like the flu. Hell, you can have the antibodies for the flu and get it every year. You know why? The same reason why taking a vaccine for COVID-19 is not going to prove efficacious you know why because it morphs you know why because it is an intelligent being because it's a virus and they mutate and they grow and they morph and they turn into different things just like the flu virus which is why our flu virus is rarely in sync with the year of the flu that we're having it's rarely current oh my dear lord I love you guys. I really hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful evening and that you uh, take care of your neighbor beginning in your own mirror and that you will join me here again tomorrow. Same time, same place, whatever that is. (laughs) Definitely same 
download mediums that you find me now ah, all over the place. Thank you for sharing my work. I appreciate you. Thank you for your downloads and all of your support. Hey, guess what? I've got some merchandise coming out and you're going to love it and you're going to rock it. People are going to be like, what does that mean? And you're going to be like, exactly. I'm going to send you out dressed as little conservative patriotic evangelists. And you're going to look super hot, hip, cool, and sexy doing it. All right, guys. I love you. <sighs> Remember, if you're an American, act like one. 